Hey everybody, welcome to Squad Pod Sports, where we bring our thoughts on the latest games and sports news around the sports world. Brought to you by the Sideline Sports Network. Week one of the NFL is officially over with. We got to see over. what all these teams have been preparing over this offseason and kind of kind of gather up everything. Very but happy Sunday, man. A lot of great games. Like mm. I feel like week one started out with a bang, with a great dope game, and then the final game on Monday night was just as thrilling. You know, it was exactly. just for a different reason as well. There's a lot of crazy things that happen. Um, so, of course, we're going to talk about week one here, uh, talk about our predictions for week two coming up. Uh, any NFL news other than, like, pertaining to the week one, week two matchups that's that's still out there. Um, and, of course, we're going to have a little bit of NBA news, not too much. Uh, and then, of course, the bias bubble and crazy sports stat fact of the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, so, I mean, we, we're just going to hop right into it. Week one, uh, the first game was the Thursday night game against from Buccaneers, Tampa Bay against Tampa the Cowboys. Bay. Both quarterbacks did a hell of a job that night, though. That Prescott looked great. 58 passes, that's a lot for a quarterback with a shorter injury, apparently. You know what I mean? And, and like, coming that, back off of a season-ending like leg ankle injury, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So I think the Cowboys' future is bright as long as they can shore that defense up, man. It's the same problems with them every oh, year. No, but man. both of us picked the Buccaneers on that one. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean – Tom, I think, had an uh, interception. I think the Buccaneers had three turnovers, mm-hmm. like, in general, because I think they had the fumble. Uh, the running back had the fumble. Uh, but, yeah, they Tom had three had turnovers. Two, two interceptions, two turn- for, yeah, two interceptions. for Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, and just to be able to come back and win the game, you know, they, they it's already been memed with, you know, Tom just chilling, like, looking mean. Just- Staring like with a minute the left on the clock, like you know what's gonna happen. Everybody knew what was gonna happen. Everybody knew what was gonna happen. Um, Cowboys, though, man, you're right. They looked great. They looked really they good. Did. That defense, you know, it's looking like it's gonna be like last year, like we were talking about last some, going into week one. Right. There's some more of the same out of Zeke, though, and it's disappointing, man. Like he just yeah. does not seem like the same back that he once was. What's really being pointed out is like a lot of plays where he's kind of like trying to juke people. He would normally just run them over, just bulldoze yeah. them. But now, now he's, he's trying just to trying to, to be a little bit more intricate and avoid people. Where it's like, man, I don't know. It's just he's not having the impact like he was having before. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens going forward. But maybe he just got got to get going there. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what they're going to have to do. So, I mean, I I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to have Dak throw like 50 passes a game the whole season. That's I not going to be able to happen. They might try to they get might close try, to that. But I don't but know if you're going to be able to win games just doing that. Every exactly. game. Gotta rely on that running game. You got Zeke back there, man. Come on. Exactly. You got a premier back. Use him. Uh but what's what's the first game you have here for the one? It would be game? Philly and Falcons. Okay. We'll talk about this early here. Mm-hmm. Boy, my Philadelphia Eagles came out ripping and roaring. They I am great, so hyped. They look great. I haven't seen a game like this out of the Eagles in, in years. Like a full game, literally the the offense was great. Defense allowed no touchdowns. Like they like there's a lot to be desired. Like on the defense, they did let up a lot of rushing yards there in the beginning, and then the Falcons had to come. Like they were forcing them to pass pretty much right, to come back. They had to the come game. back exactly. Um, but even on offense, like we were seeing plays that like Doug Peterson would never run. There was actual like 
schemes that are being used you know they're they're using actual like other wide receivers to block in certain situations like the Devonte smith touchdown mm-hmm. uh Ertz just kind of swung in in front of that like defender and let Devonte just swoop out around and get open in the end zone but yeah i mean the falcons i think they looked good in the first couple drives you know that's where their momentum was whenever matt matty ice was able to get the ball out really quick but whenever right. he was actually forced to find something, it just wasn't happening. And I don't know, Matty Ice might be cooked. Maybe he they might made be the bad done, decision. man. His his QBR for that game was seventeen point six. Yeah, and I mean Matt Ryan is not just like we said with Zeke. It just does not seem like either. Maybe he needs a change of scenery, or I don't know what. But it's his time in Atlanta is looking like it's coming to yeah. an end here. It's looking like they should have kept Julio. Traded Ryan and scooped the quarterback first round, like this draft. Matt Jones or Justin Fields at that point. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, Calvin Ridley only had 51 yards. Um, I think uh, Kyle Pitts first game in the, in the NFL. I think he had seven targets, and I think he only had like 20 something yards, like not not too much. Yeah, he ended up with 31 with four receptions there. But um, I mean, like like we're saying, it's first game of the year. Those yeah, it is first teams game that of the would. Year bust out and they would do great and they're like almost like fake tough guys i'm definitely not saying that's what the eagles are i'm saying like there's situations like that where you oh, got yeah. the, the team busting out and then by week seven you're like oh and then true, you got the teams true. and players that are kind like of seahawks last year they were rolling right they were the rolling <laughs> the seahawks were a thousand percent fake tough guys last year we'll see yeah. what they are this year but true. that's how it ended up you know um, but yeah good game by the yeah, eagles, I mean, man. three touchdowns for hurts yeah, I was gonna say I'll talk more a little about that in the in the bias bubble. But yeah, gotcha. Hertz looked great, man. Um, he had three touchdowns, no interceptions, 27-35, 264 yards. Dude, bald, man. He he mm-hmm. looked like he wasn't a second year QB. Like, like right. he looked like he's been doing this for a minute. Like he cool, calm, and collected. Found a way to run out if he needed to, you know. And that's exciting going forward. It was impressive. Hopefully, he can sustain that. Exactly. Uh, the second game here, the Steelers and the Bills. Mm-hmm. Did it turn out like a lot of people, including myself, thought? I think you picked the Steelers in this one, didn't you? Yeah, both. No, both of us picked Buffalo in this oh, we one. Did. I just to twist picked, back. Pittsburgh. We did both pick Philly in the last one. Um, so we're we're so far we're all good on this, you know. But then we come to this game here where we both picked Buffalo and Pittsburgh proved us wrong. So congratulations to Pittsburgh. Ben didn't even have 200 yards. But yeah. they ended up finding a way to grind that game out. Yeah, and uh, the Steelers only blitzed once, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and because they were putting pressure on Josh Allen. See, the thing is, it's it, exactly what we said would happen. Happened to the other team. It was a close game, and then next thing you know, there was a it was a double digit lead. Exactly. By Pittsburgh there, so we were wrong, but we were wrong. <laughs> we were so wrong. Um, but the next one here, the Vikings and the Bills, man. What an exciting game. This went the distance. Vikings and, and more. Bengals. Oh, Vikings and Bengals. Sorry. I, I said no, Bills. All, all good. Uh, <laughs> Vikings, Bengals. Yeah, this went to overtime. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a f- couple fumbles in there. I, Joe Burrow, I, sad enough, we, we kind of called it. Dude was running for his life that whole game. Uh-huh. And it just <laughs> looked scary every time I saw him take a hit. You know, I was just like, oh, no. You know, yeah. but he ended up only getting – he got sacked five times. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's terrible. I didn't realize it was that many. I thought it was um, only a couple, but he ended up getting sacked five times. But I did pick Cincinnati to win that game. Yeah, um, he did. So... I picked the Vikings. And, yeah, the Vikings were down bad. 
Like I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. them to come back, but they were able to kind of pull a comeback and then just, you know, they couldn't pull it off there in the end. They had a turnover okay. there in overtime. Right. But it was still a bill. That was a great game for week one as well. Yeah. There was a lot of great games, uh, including the next one here, the 49ers and lions. This mm-hmm. one was high scoring 41 to 33, man. The lions, they had a chance. They were able to they get did. a turnover there. I mean, the 49ers needed a first down there at the end of the game, and they got it, and then they fumbled it as soon as, like, he caught it. And, oh, right. my gosh. And it's like, oh, my God, is this really happening? And they got the the first all-sides kick, so it's like, holy shit, you know, so. Yeah, it's all lining up for, for the Lions to win it and everything. I threw a bet on the Lions. Even though I picked the uh, 49ers, threw a bet on the Lions just to see, you know, just, just to <laughs> see what would happen there. But ended up having the 49ers pull this game out. Jimmy Garoppolo, over 300 yards. He had a great game. And uh, the 49ers there, they got that. Running back Elijah Mitchell, who had a breakout performance there, 104 yeah. yards and a touchdown. So Trey Lance had a with, touchdown too. They brought right. him in. He had a touchdown. Yeah. Exactly. But with um, Raheem Mozart being out for the season now, that's a great sign for them to have him in the backfield. Yeah. And uh, the Lions, man, I, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, they definitely had a chance to win it. Time wasn't on their side. They didn't have the timeouts. Uh, but I mean, I could see them getting some wins this year. I don't think they look terrible. Their defense is what really need, you need to worry about. Um, right. As long as they can show up that offense, man. Jared Goff looked great in there. Yeah. Uh, defense, but yeah, I think you know. we both picked the 49ers in that one. Yep. Right. So we got wins on that one there. This next one here. Oh, man. This next one surprised me and mm-hmm. a lot of people. Uh, the Cardinals <laughs> mollywopped the Titans. I picked the Titans. You picked the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Titans just did not look good. Derrick Henry wasn't doing anything. Ryan Tannehill, not, had some, I think he had some turnovers. He ended up with 58 yards, which is, like, respectable, but it's not expected out of a Derrick Henry. You expect much more out of it, you know. Chase yeah. Ed- Chase Evans had 863 on less carries on the other side there. So, But mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, that's a player that I know will finish the season over 1,000 oh, yards, yeah. type, you know. For so. Sure. This is just a little hiccup here. But Arizona, man, like I was saying, I have full faith in them this year. Kyler Murray's showing up why, like, he was the number one overall pick, you know. So I'm, yeah. I'm actually really excited for them, Cardinals, for this I mean, year. D-Hop did amazing. at 83 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, even mm. Christian Kirk, man, he had he was out there with 70 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Which is amazing, yeah. Uh, but Kyler Kyler Murray himself ended up with five total touchdowns, four passing and one running. Yeah, due to what, acting out like he was playing like Madden, like he was Mike Vick mm-hmm. in 04, whenever he was just, just running. Like, I, there was one play, dude, where he was just, he was running around and then he just decided to go for it. But it, it lasted like 10 seconds. I was like, what is this dude doing? He's just chilling. He's just chilling. <laughs> He's going to get hit. But I'm, I'm very happy with that result there. Uh, nothing against Tennessee or anything. I just really have some faith in those Cardinals this year. So let's see where they're going. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks and Colts. We both predicted the Seahawks on this one. Yep. Uh, Colts, they just couldn't get it going. You know, I, Carson Wentz got sacked four times. He was hit 15 times uh, during the game. The offensive line looked Terrible. I've seen this story before. I've yeah. seen this team before. Seen I know exactly what's I've going seen on. this exact team before right now. Uh, but he didn't look bad overall. He ended up with 250 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions, surprisingly. No interceptions. No interceptions. Uh, but Russ, man, he had 250 yards and four touchdowns. 
four, <laughs> four touchdowns. Dude was slinging it, man. He he accounted for every point they had there except for the extra kicks. So yeah, Chris yeah, Carson two, had 91 yards rushing. Tyler Lockett ended up with 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like right ball, which out here. which is crazy because DK's the the premier wide receiver out there. You know Tyler Lockett's great. He's been around forever, but DK's yeah. the premier. Yeah, Tyler Lockett still getting 100 yards. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. We'll see what they can do. But we like we were just talking about Seattle. Who knows yeah, what they'll be. Yeah, looks good for Seattle. Uh, Seattle's defense too that they've been working on. They were only able, able to hold them to 16 points. So it's good a long season. Them. It like yeah, like you were saying, it's long season. Who knows what they're going to look like in the next couple weeks? Right. Uh, Chargers and Washington. This one came down to it, man. Like Washington was leading most of this game. Unfortunately, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt. I think it was like in the second quarter. I think it was. It's a hip injury. He's on IR. He's he's going to miss some significant time here. Yeah, so it looks like it's Taylor Heineke's gone. time. Or <laughs> or Cam Cam Newton. Cam Newton. You know, re- reunite with old Ron Rivera. Uh, I know uh, RG3 posted on Twitter, said, come get me. Like, RG3 <laughs> said he would come back to Washington. I thought he was still on the Ravens, to be completely honest with you. But uh, I would he, like to see him ESPN there, too. stuff right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, either Cam or even Heineke if you want. But I, I just don't really have too much faith in Heineke to carry a team for the entire year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Heineke ended up with 122 yards and a touchdown. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, he had 330 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Right. Uh, but he 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 did his damn thing, man. Yeah. 300 uh, some yards. Allen had 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Like on Chargers, nine receptions. Chargers are a good team. Uh, and, you know, because they were able to they were able to come back, get in the game, and and you know, keep that lead from Washington. Washington's defense didn't look too too great that game. Which is even more to my point I'm about to make here. I don't really trust the Chargers because I feel like if that was Kansas City or Oakland that they would be playing, the score would be twenty to forty six. You oh. know what I mean? Like Oakland or Kansas City. So this is another team I want to see because it, it's just it was Washington and you barely beat them. You know, yeah, so true. Had to come from behind to win the game. <laughs> uh, which I think we both took the Chargers in that one as well. Yes. Yep. We, uh, we both took the Chargers in that one. Yep. And in this next one, Panthers and Jets. Yep. Uh, the most exciting thing about that game was the the cool Panther intro, like for the field that they had that they posted online. That was awesome. It was awesome. I didn't. I I took a considerable amount of time on my phone trying to figure out if that was real, like if the people in the stands were seeing this. That's what I was trying to figure out. I took a good amount of time trying to figure that out, and I I found out it was just on the video, you know. Yeah. Subverted, but like I was just, I was like, it looked too real, you know. So imagine every team gets something like that for a little intro or something, you know. Um, actually, it just popped up on my screen here because I'm on their page that that Panther <laughs> intro. But it just and then it just like the way it hops out of the stadium. It's really it freaky. It is really but cool. Like even really whenever cool. you click on the game on ESPN, that's like the highlight on it. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I mean there. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, but Zach Wilson, man, he had 258 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, Sam Darnold only had 279 yards and a and a touchdown. Zach Wilson is going to have his welcome to the NFL moment next week but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, McCaffrey ended up with 98 rushing and 89 pass uh, receiving yards. You something know, we expect. Something we expected coming into so, the season. If he's back to being McCaff, it's great for the league. I'm glad to see it. 
Yeah, and Corey Davis, uh, he ended up with 97 yards and two touchdowns for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Panthers were able to squeak out that win. Sam Darnold got revenge on his he old did. team. He did, man. But, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Sam Darnold just because I hate the Jets. And he's out of there now, so I could kind of at least like for him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this next one, man, was was one that uh we weren't kind of expecting either. The Jaguars and the Texans. Mm-hmm. And this we, score we, we doesn't reflect. The Jaguars? Yeah, both of us went with the Jags. Oh but man, the score yeah. doesn't reflect how the game was. The Jaguars yeah. were getting their ass beat yeah. all game. It was a shellacking. The Texans. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor was in God mode out here, just bombing balls. He was. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the first loss of Trevor Lawrence's career, pretty much. Right. And he threw three interceptions in this game. <laughs> threw three touchdowns, but three, three touchdowns, interceptions. But three interceptions, 330 yards. Uh, Tyrod Taylor threw two touchdowns and 290 yards, no turnovers. Mm-hmm. One Mark of my Ingram favorite players. 85 yards and a touchdown. One of my favorite players, um, even though he hasn't been with us for years, I always loved Brandon Cooks. He had 132 yards on five. 132 yards. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody really thought Brandon Cooks was going to be out here doing damage anywhere. Like exactly. maybe a couple years ago, but not now. Right. But look at especially like, after all the injuries. With all the you know drama going surrounding the Texans and them just trading away all their assets and just you know just picking up random pieces. Nobody yeah. expected this to happen at all. Like they maybe weren't really expecting the Jaguars to demolish them at all, but they weren't expecting just the Texans to just come out. Whomping and a whooping. Maybe the Texans end up surprising a lot of teams and vying for a wild card spot later in the year. That's what I'm like thinking. Like nobody's going to know how to handle them. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hodgepodge of players. I feel the island of missing <laughs> players is on the Houston. They team. also did play the Jags, so we'll let's wait and see where yeah. where else. <laughs> the team goes, yeah, you know. exactly. Uh, the Browns and the Chiefs, man. This, this game was, was incredible. Left Cleveland in tears. I was expecting it the whole time, and like when it wasn't happening, I was like, "Okay, is Cleveland actually gonna do this?" And then there you go, Pat, Pat Mahomes out here throwing side passes like nothing, bro. On fire, man! Tyreek Hill had 197 yards. Yeah, that is wild to me, man. On my fantasy team, he had almost as many points as Tom Brady. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, Baker Mayfield had 320 yards, zero touchdowns, mm-hmm. one interception. Uh, Pat Mahomes ended up with 330 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, just Pat Mahomes doing Pat Mahomes things there. You know, he's not leading the <laughs> league in passing or anything as at, at the moment here, but he showed you why he's been the two straight Super Bowls with that comeback there. Yeah, Tyreek with 197 yards is outrageous, dude. <laughs> yeah, outrageous. I'm, I'm so glad I got Tyreek Hill and Wati, man. Like, I hope that he just continues rolling all season long. Oh, he, he will. He will. Uh, and Nick healthy. Chubb. He had 83 yards and two touchdowns. But, yeah, yeah, it just came down to the wire. And, I mean, that turnover. And then you have the weird punt that, that happened. Yeah. Where dude just kind of was running around. I don't. I didn't understand what was going on there. That just screwed everything up. It did. The Browns being the Browns, like you said. That's how that game brownies ended up. Brownies going to be the Brownies. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads us into our uh, 4 o'clock games here, Vern. Uh, oh God! The Dolphins versus their division rivals, the Patriots. Them Your Patriots. asshole Dolphins came up to Foxborough in our house and beat us by one point again. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of this shit. I'm sick and tired of this shit. I mean, to be a my completely unbiased opinion, I think 
the Dolphins didn't do a lot to win that game, but neither did we. Oh, no. No, I felt like it was a very, like, I don't know. It was a weird game. It was a a bad game, to be completely honest. Yeah, like, like, I totally agree. The Dolphins didn't look anything special. And the the Patriots, Patriots, yeah, they were just about the same. You guys played pretty much the same game. Exactly. Both teams played pretty terrible football. Great defense, um, but pretty terrible football. We ended up with four fumbles and lost two of them okay mac jones i think he did pretty great you know he didn't do crazy or anything like that yeah he had 281 yards and a touchdown no interceptions doing his thing out there just didn't do anything to necessarily win us the game either like you know so damian harris had that fumble late which really resulted in the end of the game there he had 100 Um, yards which wasn't bad but yeah, we were, we were heading towards the end zone there. And then he ended up putting it on the ground. So it happens. Um, Nelson Aguilar, great first first uh, performance out. with us. 72, 72 yards, yards on a touchdown. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we're on the New York. We're going to play the Jets next week and get back on track there. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next one, man. Holy hell. This, this is probably is the upset of the week of, of week one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh the Saints and the Packers here. Nobody expected Aaron, the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers, to come out here and just lay a goose egg, pretty much. <laughs> he had two picks and 133 yards and ended up getting benched. Yeah, and like, I don't know if it's benched as in you're playing bad or benched as in the game's too far away type of bench. But either way, he got benched. This dude threw like... Terrible. Six picks in the last two years or something like that, and then he throws two in the first game of this year. <laughs> begs the question, is he doing this on purpose? I, I don't know. I feel like Aaron wouldn't do that, but you never know. It Depends just seemed like he was he just like – sometimes he was just like, fuck it. And he's just going to yeah. whip the ball out there, man. I don't know exactly. what was happening. Like, their defense kind of unfortunate was terrible. Because um, I have Aaron Jones on my fantasy team, so, like, I was really hoping – and once I saw it, it was like, what? 14 or what 17 to three something like that it happened like I, yeah he's not getting the ball they're gonna be passing you know so <laughs> I, I was kind of disappointed there but that was definitely a shocker we both picked green bay in that one yeah and it ended up 38 to three uh Jameis winston had 148 yards five touchdowns five touchdowns because they were just getting turnover now they turnover too mm-hmm. uh, eating w's camara had 83 yards uh rushing Oh my gosh! Yeah, the Saints, man. Saints, man. Maybe yeah. that's what they needed was was Jameis Winston. Even though you have Drew Brees, Jameis Winston was heaving the ball down the field. Yeah, yeah. Jameis Winston looked great. Like he he exceeded mm-hmm. expectations that game. And who knows? Uh, we'll see who they play next week. But yeah, that that's a hell of a win is to beat the Packers right. like that on opening week. Um, this next game, Broncos and the Giants. I was wrong. I picked, <laughs> I picked Danny Nichols because I was trying to give him an opportunity to regain the name Danny Dimes, and he has not. He has now apparently f- like turned the ball over forty some times yep. in his twenty eight starts, something yeah. like that. You know, and like I, I just I can't I can't no more. I don't know if I'll pick the Giants for the rest of the season. I don't think so either. Um, I mean, Danny he ended up with two hundred sixty seven yards and a touchdown and a fumble uh, mm-hmm. late in the game. <laughs> but Teddy, the, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater bald, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon had 101 rushing yards and a touchdown for them. Uh, Jerry Judy had 72 yards before he, he got hurt. Apparently has uh, 
an ankle injury. He's going to be out like six weeks, they said. Oh, so, man. It's going to be a while. Terrible. I hate to hear that because, Jay, I just want to see great players be great. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, for the Giants, I mean, Sterling Shepard, he had 113 yards and a touchdown. But, man, Danny Jones, Danny Nichols doesn't <laughs> look good. Like, I don't. this dude's going to be a backup next year somewhere. Yeah, I don't think the Giants, good. depending how the rest of the season goes, there is a lot of season left. I don't. I I see them just going somewhere else next year. I think they're either going to just try to draft go the way of Trubisky. He's going to end up like backing up Trevor Lawrence or something. Maybe Trubisky going to go start in New York or something because he's going to be looking for a starting job. Trubisky. I think he'll be better than Danny Nichols. I think he would too, even if slightly. But yeah, I want I want to thank the Broncos for for that help as well as the Chargers and the Buccaneers this week. Um. (laughs) But, yeah, the Broncos, they, they look pretty decent. Their defense looked great. Uh, I know Von Miller has nothing but nice things. He had an interview after the, the game saying, like, how, praising Teddy Bridgewater is, like, he hasn't felt that way since, like, Peyton Manning was there. Right. <laughs> when he, when they he, got a quarterback now. They got you know? a quarterback, yeah. And, like, Drew Locke in the background. Just sort of I'm, I'm a quarterback. I'm a quarterback. I could do yeah, this. Barely. <laughs> Uh, which leads to that then the night game there was the Bears and the Rams mm-hmm. and the oh man the the Rams just took it to them the whole I actually game. fell asleep uh, so I didn't see the end oh, of this oh you didn't miss too much I and I, I when I looked the next morning I saw I was like oh I didn't miss too much there you know so like the Rams were winning when I went to bed woke up the same you know so yeah Matt Stafford looking great in his new great. area. 320 yards and two, uh, three touchdowns, man. Only six incompletions, man. Yeah, he was slinging it. And he was, yeah, he was bombing them down over, like down the field to Cooper Cup, getting touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Henderson ended up with 70 yards rushing. Cooper Cup had 100 yards and a touchdown. Man, the Bears just look lost. Like the Bears look like, surprisingly enough, the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Where they got what Andy Dalton under center who's afraid to run. They're not moving him out of the pocket anywhere. <laughs> and then they're trying to throw Justin Fields in there every now and then for like little gadget plays. And it's just not working. Hey, he had one rush for three yards and a touchdown. <laughs> he was also two for two on both his pass attempts. So in my, my humble opinion, it's time to start Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andy Dalton ended up with 200 yards and an interception. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, why are they? Oh, and he had, I think God. He as well. But yeah, they doesn't just, make any sense. They don't look good at all. the The play calling is terrible. Like like the designs of the plays are just mediocre. It's just Matt Nagy. You know, we we both kind of predicted he's going to be out of there after this year anyway. Yeah, he's like, ah, fuck it, man. I'll just get one more year of paychecks and then see where I, see where we go. But he's not doing anything <laughs> for himself for his next position. Yeah, uh, and then you have the the crazy end to Week One, which was Monday mm-hmm. night, the the Ravens versus the Raiders. This is a great game. I think we both predicted the Ravens to win this. I kind of had a feeling earlier on Monday. I was like, I I can see the Raiders somehow winning this game. And show enough, they did. Both teams had an opportunity to win this game multiple times at the end of the game. Right. Even Derek Carr throwing an interception in overtime. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, oh, my God. But sure enough, they did it, man. They got a fumble out of that at the end. Uh, Lamar ended up. With 86 yards rushing, which is crazy, but Derek Carr had the most passing yards out of anybody week one with 435. Crazy. 
he's he's not bad, man. Like I've always felt like he was above average. He's not great, but he's definitely well above average. Yeah, I mean, his pretty much lonely target for the night, Darren Waller had 105 yards mm-hmm. and one touchdown. He was going to him all night, dude. I mean, uh, Josh Jacobs had two touchdowns and 34 rushing, but passing Mm -hmm. like Darren Waller was that dude who was just, he was finding them all game. Uh, But yeah, apparently the Raiders couldn't find their kicker at the end of the game from what What the coach said, Jay Gruden. They wanted to come out and kick the field goal to win the game in overtime. That's why they threw the pass there at the end. Like when they hiked out and they threw that, the Hail Mary at the end. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's because they couldn't find the kicker. Apparently he was over there like somewhere warming up and they couldn't find him. So they're just like, fuck it, keep the offense out on the field. And they drew up that play. Interesting. That's what Jay Gruden said. It was like, they couldn't find the kicker in time. And he just said, fuck it. We're just going to send the offense out. They were like, the defense was in zero coverage. So they just fucking bombed it out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't even hear about that. That's awesome though. I saw that today. I was like, oh my God, that is nuts. This dude, Chucky is nuts. He is. He looks wild too. <laughs> he was pissed, like the whole you end of the game. Throw his clipboard down on the ground. He you know, and then he had pissed. to pick up all the things. But it was awesome seeing Peyton Manning and um. Yeah, that's that was the real highlight of last night. Right, watching week one of like the the Manning broadcast. Yep, exactly. And they had all the different guest appearances on it. Um, I didn't get to see it live there, but I was watching it back today Flips. and i was i was just loving every part of what i was seeing like kind of mad that i didn't get to see it live like, like the one point uh peyton manning's putting the raven's helmet on and it doesn't fit his head and he's so like talking he's like and the one dude makes a comment about it, he's like oh i'm sorry they didn't have an extra 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 large one to fit your <laughs> forehead and i just i'm like damn they said i should right in front of it's just hilarious to it's me. funny dude because like when i first turned it on the raiders were on offense and peyton had a raiders visor on Drawing yeah. plays up on Talking the board. About, he's like, I'm rooted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love that <laughs> And that's going to be like, a good season. Whenever you were talking about with, like, he had the helmet on, Eli had, like, the play page. And he's like, I'm going to be your coach. And then he's like, <laughs> all right, let's do this. And he went over and he grabbed the helmet. And then, like, later in the broadcast, Eli's like, I keep getting He's like, I got a text from dad saying to stop itching your head. And he and it just kept showing, like. They even ran it back with like all the different times all the times he hit his head, and he's like, "There was something on that helmet, man. It just kept itching." He's like, "I think I got a rash or something." He's like, "That's why I can only wear Colts or or Broncos helmets." (laughs) That's the moments that like I I love, you know, just the the genuinely funny moments, and and they're just oh my gosh, not scripted, you know. And it was Mm -hmm. just so cool. It took a minute for me to get into it because it's just it's so much information so fast. I feel like. Peyton, especially, is just breaking down everything as it's happening right. in real time. Like Tony Romo on crack. Exactly. Know? And he just keeps going. And then Eli tries to say something in between. <laughs> I I enjoyed watching Eli, too, to be yeah. honest. Like, he's, he didn't do anything bad to, to that I'm show, man. He, he definitely... It. There was a lot of crazy stuff. Like, there's a lot of flaws. Like, you could hear, like, I don't know if you... Because you said you didn't watch it live. Whenever they were... They were actually... You could hear the countdown for commercial break. By like one of the producers, oh, for- it was like three, two, one, and then it would just cut off in the middle of their conversation <laughs> or whatever. And then like right before halftime, the studio that Eli was in, the fire alarm started going off, and you could hear it in the background. And then it, he's just sitting there, like they just shut the like his camera thing down. They just like they just let it go until half, 
And then when it came right. back halftime, the, the fire alarm was off. Yeah, it was, they did. They yeah, mentioned it, it once, and then they just ignored it the rest of the time it was happening. It's <laughs> gonna take a little bit, but they'll get more comfortable doing that every week. They're more like um, efficient with the way that they're running it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, man, because I I really I I really liked what they were doing there. It's cool to see two, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks just kind of break down the game for you. It's a lot right. more enjoyable than just watching the regular broadcast because like they're not as professional. They're having fun, you know. They're able to like exactly. joke with each other. And it everything. was almost like me and you sitting here watching the game exactly. because they had it like on. They, it looks like I'm watching it on the internet type of thing because yeah. they have little boxes up and it just it, it looked great. So it's like, like perfect for me. There was like three or four different times that Peyton kept like making fun of Tom Brady, and it was only it was for only one thing, and that was like when he was talking about the defenses. And he would mention the numbers on the jerseys. He would like, Tom's just going to have to get over it. He's been in the league for like 40 <laughs> years now. He, You'd think he would know how to read a defense and stuff. And, and like, he would just like, every time he would talk about defense, he would be like, yep, Tom doesn't like that. But hey, it, it is what it is. That's the game now. <laughs> I saw the one point Russell Wilson was on and they were looking at uh, Sierra's like dress that she wore to the Met Gala and she was wearing like a, a green number three jersey almost but it was like a dress and she had it like a football cool. and she was wearing Russ's ring and uh, his Super Bowl ring and Peyton May is just like yeah I, I wanted to have that but I couldn't you know what I mean he's like and then Russ chimed in with Tom Brady's got my ring too you know what I mean like just <laughs> I, I love seeing that type of stuff so I'm excited it for it for really next cool. week but we got week yeah. two coming up here. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that, we'll hop right into our week two picks here. Uh, Thursday night game, it's a battle of the NFC East. It's the Giants versus the Washington No Names out here, and which kind of sucks team because one of them has to get a win. I'm picking the team that just got their quarterback hurt, not the team with a perfectly healthy one. Okay. I, Washington, the no names all as well. the way. Washington, all the way, man. I can't, I can't do it. Washington. And if the Giants win this game, I would be so bad. In a perfect world, I wish they would tie. But <laughs> Damn, possible. You can say that if you want to go. No, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Washington going to end up winning this game, even with Taylor Heineke in there. I mean, Taylor Heineke, they took the, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers the distance Good. in the playoffs. I think they're right. going to be able to beat the, the Danny Nichols Giants here on Thursday night. Exactly. Even with the loss last week uh, to the Chargers, there they'll bounce back here. They'll be they'll be fine. Yeah, I think Danny Nichols is gonna get eaten alive by that that defense they have. That defense is Yeah. Uh, what's but, the first game you have on on Sunday slate here? Um, I have my game first, and then okay. the Bengals at the Bears. Okay, we can talk about yours yours here quick, because um, that's a one o'clock game. Uh, yeah, yep. Patriots Jets. I'm picking the Pats um, in this one, man. Rolling with New England, even though they burned me on my pick last week. Uh, Bill Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks is ridiculous. It's disgusting. So I'm just going to roll with the trend there on that one. I think Matt Jones will look fine this week as well. It'll be an easier matchup than we had week one. So. That's crazy you guys get two division matchups in your first two weeks. That's crazy. I know, right? Um, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Miami yeah. did take us down there, but I think we can get the Jets here. So we'll get to one and one in the division. You guys going to get back on track here against the Absolutely. Dang Jets. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, next we have the Bengals and the Bears. Mm. I want to go with the Bengals on this one. I am too. I got to roll Chicago's with Cincinnati. Chicago's the favorite in it. 
from what the sports that, books are saying, but I'm picking the Bengals. That don't make no sense. The only way Chicago should be the favorite is if they're starting Justin Fields. So yeah. if something changes yeah. from now until Sunday where they're starting Justin Fields, then I might pick the Bears. But as, as, of, as of right now, I'm going Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, let's put that contingency in there that if they decide to start Justin Fields, we're picking the Bears. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'm picking the, the Bengals there. Um, next here, the Texans and the Browns. I think uh, I think the Browns gonna gonna take it to the Texans. I do too. As much as we were impressed by the Texans there, I think Cleveland yeah. takes this game. Um, they were destroying Kansas City at the beginning of the game, and it really yeah. looked like, oh my God, they're the real deal from last year. And then it, it's Pat Mahomes, so they're not gonna have the same thing happen to them this week here. So Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I wouldn't it. think so. Um, next, you got the Rams and the Colts. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to roll with the Rams on this. I think one. I am too, man. Just I because think... I I like what I saw out of Matt Stafford there, and Wentz, it's not necessarily his fault, but that O line ain't helping at all. Like I just yeah. I had seen nothing impressive out of the Colts exactly. quite yet. Exactly, I've seen this story before. I'm rolling with them Rams. Exactly. Uh, another up. division matchup here: the Bills and the Dolphins. Ugh, gross. I think the Bills going to get back on track. I think they're going to come out here and beat the Dolphins. Yeah, me too, especially with the lackluster performance that Miami had against us, even though they beat us. Um, yeah, I think the Bills' defense is better than that. Right, exactly. I think their offense is better than that. Even, I, think, so. I think their offense is better than that as well. Right, so I, I, I'm taking Buffalo in that one as well. Yep, Ooh, definitely. the next game, 49ers and the Eagles. I'm picking the birds. I'm uh, going with Jalen Hurts and and the Eagles defense. And I think I'm, we're going to beat them 49ers. I'm with you. I'm going with Philly as well, just to see what happens. You know, I think, like, I think we can do it, man. Let's see if they can roll off real hot here. San Fran's only a three and a half point favorite. So Vegas isn't convinced that they're going to win either. So I, I'm yeah. going to go with Philadelphia on that one. Yeah, and I I feel more comfortable not only seeing what the Eagles did after week one, but also seeing how the game kind of played out with the 49ers against the Lions. I feel right. like the Eagles, Eagles are definitely back. better than the Lions. So I, I feel like we can definitely give them a, a decent game. So I'm right. rolling with them birds. Let's see what happens, but I'm, I'm rolling with Philly as well. Uh, Raiders and the Steelers. I don't think, as much as I hate to say it, I, I think the Steelers are going to win this one. I don't okay. see the Raiders lucking their way into another win here. This will be our first uh, disparity there. I'm going with Las Vegas. Oh, going with Vegas, huh? Mm-hmm. They surprised yeah. me last week, man. I- I'm 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 not sold, but Pittsburgh didn't do anything special until the end of the game. They did beat true, Buffalo, true. but I just I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm just rolling with Las Vegas on that one. I got a feeling. Okay. Uh, Saints and the Panthers. I'm inclined to roll with Jameis, man. Roll with the, yeah. the hot hand on this one. Eating W's um, until Ws. I see otherwise. I'm rolling with Jameis Winston. <laughs> Five touchdowns last week. Are you kidding me? He's going to come out and do the same thing to Par- or Carolina here. Exactly. Uh, Broncos and the Jaguars. Uh, I'm rolling with Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. There's, there's six-point favorites on this one against the Jags. Yeah, Jacksonville didn't prove nothing to me. Um, so I'm going to roll with Broncos here. I was wrong picking against the Broncos last week. I'm, I'm not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> uh, Vikings and the Cardinals. Like you're saying, I picked against the Cardinals last week, but I'm not going to do it again. I'm picking the Cardinals. 
I'm rolling with Arizona, man. I'm telling you, I might pick them every week, to be honest with you, depending on the matchup. <laughs> I'm really impressed by Kyler Murray. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, he's looking like a human cheat code out here. Exactly. Uh, Falconeers, Buccaneers. Falconeers, uh, Falcons. Falconeers. Falconeers, Falconeers. Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even hear you say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Right, and with A.B. balling like he's a number one receiver again, that might be even scarier. He got put up three. like 31 points on him. I think Tampa Bay going to put up like 41, 47 mm-hmm. points on him. It's going to be pretty bad. Uh, pretty They're good for me point favorites. <laughs> having Tom Brady and Chris Godwin on my fantasy team, but pretty bad for the Falcons there. They're going to have two pretty big losses in a row. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys and the Chargers. Oh, man. I think I got to go with Dallas on that one. I'm going to pick the Chargers. Okay. Gotcha. Chargers just, are actually the favorite in this game, surprisingly. I they are. Three-point favorite. Um, uh, I, it's probably because they're at home, but I just feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe not, because Justin Herbert has got a cannon, so he's probably going to eat that defense up. So it's going to come down to Dak Prescott being able to keep up. Yeah. and uh, I, they, I think they have the weapons to do it. They do. I'm going to roll with Dallas. Uh, have okay. you written down as the Chargers there. Okay. Uh, Titans and the Seahawks. Mm. Interesting matchup. I don't know if I want to go with the Titans again this week. They disappointed me last week. Seahawks yeah. are rolling. You know how Seattle is at the beginning of the year. So we're still in that period here. I'm going to roll with Seattle. I They're think gonna I'm going to go with seven. Seattle, man. Russell Wilson's looking great out there. Yeah. Four touchdowns. Man. Interesting primetime game next Sunday night. The Chiefs and the Ravens. Normally we get this much later into the season. Right. Unfortunately, this game isn't going to be all it's built to be because we have a lot of injuries on the Ravens side. So yeah. it's probably going to be pretty lopsided. I do see Kansas City is only a three-point favorite, but yeah, it's probably going to be pretty lopsided there. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs are going to get it, man. Right. Me too. Which means the Ravens going to be starting 0-2. Not a good I mean, start. It's definitely not a good start. I, I'm glad I picked the Browns to win the division, but they lost too, so we'll see what happens. Hey, it, it is a 17-game season now, so right. I mean, there's a game kind of pick this, pick some extra time to pick things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Monday night game, division game, Packers-Lions. I think Packers going to come out. I think they're going to be able to beat the Lions here. If not, I don't know if I can trust them again. I'm going to roll with Detroit. Oh, Dan Campbell going to bite Aaron Rodgers' kneecaps. <laughs> Exactly. I, I'm going to go with Jared Goff and these Lions, man. I, I really liked what I saw out of the offense, even though they had a late start. Mm-hmm. And if Green Bay does anything near what they did last week, the Lions should be able to put that away. But Green Bay is a 10.5 point favorite, like you said, because they're at home and everything. They are the Packers. They do have Aaron Rodgers. But I'm going to roll the Lions on that one. I think they'll find a way to get you know everything sorted out. I, they definitely weren't expecting what happened to them this past week. Right. I think they're going to be able to get it right here going into this next week, especially with some tape on teams now. I can definitely so. see that. Um, but yeah, that's all of our predictions here. Uh, so we'll just kind of go through some of the news that's been happening during the week. Other, other than that, there is some game related, some stuff, uh, but a lot of it is news, uh, not pertaining to games. Uh, this one was kind of announced today. And apparently an announcement is going to be made during halftime of the Thursday night Giants Washington game. That's going to involve the future of the Hard Knock series. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know wonder, what that means. I wonder what they mean by that. Future like, are they going to Hard Knock series? Do multiple teams like they did the one year with the Chargers and the Rams? Or are they going to do 
What like, if they did like a web series for every team where like they're awesome. going to have a hard knocks team, like a small little team with every team. That way you'll get like internet videos every week on like what's going on behind the scenes. Who knows? I'm actually would... interested to see what that turns out to be. Yeah. Um, NFLPA determined that Josh Gordon is successfully completed. Um, his NFL monitor treatment program is recommended to the NFL that he be reinstated. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. I was very happy about that. Back after, and he's vaccinated as well. So he's looking for a team. Possibly go back to Seattle. Who knows? So Goodell gave him the clearance already? Um, It says it's it's a waiting approval from Roger Goodell. Okay. But yeah, they apparently NFLPA said that he's good to go. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait to see Josh Gordon back in the league. And I wish him the best, man. We keep seeing this every every couple you know games that he plays. But I hope, I hope the best for him, even yeah. if he goes to Seattle. Uh, league sources believe that Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy uh, is emerging as the head candidate for the USC job. Interesting. That He's just a... opened up here. Uh, for a lot of people that don't know, USC decided to uh, can their uh, their coach after one game. Uh, it was Clay Helton. Pretty funny. Like he played <laughs> one game and he got fired, but like there had to be something more than that. Had to be. Like but something that's not released yet. That'd be cool, I guess. I just thought he was going to get a position in the NFL. I thought so, too. Everyone kind of assumed he was going to be a head coach somewhere. Yeah, uh, maybe eventually. Eventually. Uh, 49ers running back Raheem Mostert out for the season. Undergoing yeah. season-ending surgery. Done. Uh, Kenny Stills uh, signing with the Saints. A practice squad, apparently. He's not even on the active roster as of yet, but apparently they're looking to to move him up to the active roster. Okay. Try to get him back into the football shape. You yeah. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See what he can do, move him up to the to the regular squad. Right. Um, apparently the Broncos are expected to go up for sale next year, and apparently Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z are rumored buyers for the Broncos. That'd be crazy if Bezos owns the NFL team. Or Jay-Z owes the Broncos. That'd I be feel cool. like... That makes more sense. Even though Bezos has way more money, I, I feel like Jay-Z being an NFL owner would be awesome. Would Bezos be awesome. being an NFL owner would be awkward. I mean, I think Jay-Z like, announced it this past year that he's actually involved in the NFL with certain things, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I forget what it was. But he is involved in the NFL, so I mean, just owning a team just solidifies it even more. I think that's something that's inevitable. The same with like, LeBron will own a team one day like Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, you like, know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, DB Haha -ha Clinton Dix signed with the Raiders practice squad. Okay, so he's another practice squad addition. Maybe just trying to get back into football shape, and then yeah, he's just kind of bouncing around, man. I mean, he yeah. was on the 49ers for a minute, and then he's just kind of bouncing around now. He was great on Green Bay, but yeah, the same now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is now the fifth reigning MVP to throw zero pass touchdowns and multiple interceptions in a season opener. It's wild uh, that he's the fifth one to do fifth that. Fifth one. Uh, before he had 1985 Dan Marino, 84 Joe Theismann, 75 uh, Ken Stabler, and then you have 1967 Bart Starr. Interesting. And Aaron Rodgers joins that Aaron list. Aaron Rodgers, 2021, Ugh. joining Dan Marino was the last one in 1985. Damn, it's been 30 some years. Yeah. 35 years. Normally, them MVPs years. come out balling the next year, man. I mean, it was one game, and he does kind of have that look in his eye like he's like, watch it burn. But I think he'll <laughs> bounce back. That I don't think that's true. The house, 
smiling. Yeah, the girl outside of the house watching the house burn behind her. But I, it's hard to believe that until we see more of this. Exactly. Uh, Jeff's left tackle, uh, Makai Becton, is expected to be sidelined four to six weeks for a knee surgery. Okay. To clean up cartilage, cartilage damage that was in there, apparently. Not good. Uh, Lion CB Jeff Akuda, Akuda, I'm guessing Jeff Akuda suffered a rougher, suffered a ruptured Achilles and is ending his season during the game. Oh man, that's terrible. Terrible. Sucks. Uh, Yeah, Uh, and during week one, despite full crowds being back around the league, eight underdogs won outright, including five were on the road. Nice, nice. That's what I like to see. That's what we were saying. We had so many great games and surprises this weekend. Um, hope, hope we keep going, you know, get some good games throughout the year. Yeah, and to touch on that a little bit too, the NFC West, all the teams won. Uh, and the NFC North, all the teams lost. So Packers, <laughs> Bears, Lions, Vikings lost. NFC West, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals all won. So it's, uh-huh. cool. it's crazy that one t- division has all wins and one has all losses at this point. Uh, New Orleans, Saints. Cornerback uh, Marshawn Lattimore agreed to a five-year, ninety-seven million-dollar extension. Could be worth up to a hundred million, with sixty-eight million guaranteed. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he'd be sticking around for a while. That's a move that makes sense to shore up that defense there. Yeah. Uh, vet Forty Niners coach Kyle Shanahan believed that cornerback Jason Verrett tore his ACL in the game. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of players are getting hurt before the season. A lot more dropping in the first first week you know by week man you just pray that it's not your players you just pray uh (laughs) taylor jones up to five sacks in In one one game game. in one game like i was uh, two as well or something he's having a career season already in one one game so (laughs) he's looking to get paid like i would love to see and this dude, he's going to get the bag, man. He's I don't know if it's Arizona, so much money. but he's going to go he somewhere. shatters that record and has like 30 sacks this year or something like that. He's going to be getting more money than TJ Watt. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Urban Meyer has repeated issues with his temper and has become unhinged within Jacksonville, they're saying. After one week? After one week. Oh, Already geez. trouble in Jacksonville. He's not used to losing games. <laughs> Uh, Naheem Hines with the Colts agreed to a three-year, 18.6 mil extension. Okay. Good move for them. Yeah. You see here, Cowboys offensive tackle, Lowell Collins, been suspended five games for, uh, I think he missed a drug test or else he failed a drug test. It didn't really specify. It had something to do with the the drug situation within the NFL. Okay. Uh, Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup has a calf strain out three to five weeks. It sucks, but we play them week three. Another weapon to get out of the way. Amari <laughs> Cooper is playing great, though. Amari Cooper is playing great. CD Lamb is playing pretty well as well. But that's mm-hmm. Michael Gallup. You know, he's not one to be trifled with as well. He could be make some catches. He's exactly. fast. Exactly. So once he's back in the lineup there, it would kind of open things up a little bit more for CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Washington wide receiver Curtis Samuel is being placed on IR with a groin injury out for first weeks of the three weeks of the season, which okay. sucks. Um, Buccaneers we talked about are the first team in NFL history to lose the turnover margin by at least three, incur 100 penalty yards, and allow 450 yards in a game and still win. So Tom Brady still out here just every week. 
breaking records already. First Every week, week he's breaking records. <laughs> he he broke the 300 start record. He broke that record. Like it's just ridiculous, yeah. man. He's playing too long. Retire. Retire. It's funny. Now you on the retire trade. You retire. Retire. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, Raven signed Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell here, and Latavius Murray as well. Uh, oh, so they all did three of them signing Murray. Okay. Yeah, all three of them. Latavius Murray was actually on the active roster there last night when Bell and Devontae Freeman weren't. They were on the practice yeah. squads. They were on um, healthy scratches. Well, yeah. So all three of those running back free agents we were talking about before are all on the same team now, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, and plus, because uh, we didn't talk about this because it happened during the week, because uh, also Gus Edwards had a season-ending injury as well, the and running that's back. That's why they signed all these running backs here. Exactly. Uh, and the Steelers came to a deal with TJ Watt, four-year extension of hundred worth more than $112 million, 28 average per year, 80 full guaranteed at signing. I think that made him the highest defensive player of all time, right? Oh, as yeah, of all time. Yeah. Guarantees and everything. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. But he's, uh, he deserves it. He did great in that week one game. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, but that's that's all I have here as far as that news. Uh, sure. So we can kind of roll into a little bit of NBA news. Unless you want to talk about college. I know it's some depressing news. But we might as well head off. Lost. The Buckeyes lost this Buckeyes week. Buckeyes lost to Oregon. Oregon outplayed us in every aspect of the game. Ah, uh, it's early. That's the only positive thing is that it's so early. They ended up falling to 10 in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a lot of time left, a lot of ground to make up. Just keep We're still in the 10. Every got, game. Yeah, now you got to really win. You got that, that quarterback we have is so young, man. I think he's like 19. So just, just got to kind of – it's growing pains right now. Let's we'll see yeah, what happens. Exactly. The whole team is young. Yeah. Um, and before I hit on NBA as well, we want to congratulate old boy Derek Jeter for getting inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame, man. Mm-hmm. Dude's a legend for the New York. He Day. is. I don't have a picture up here, but it's in my room over there. Just got pictured Derek Jeter. Just <laughs> and nice it's got like Jeter. a couple little pictures of him. Like I've always liked Derek Jeter, man. Yeah, great dude. So congrats to him. Um, a little bit of NBA news. There was a couple different things here. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Aaron Gordon, who they recently traded for, they've agreed to a four-year, $92 million extension. Yeah, so... so he's going to be sticking it around with the Nuggets. Him, Jamal Murray, Jokic, they're about to roll, you know. Exactly. I, I'm excited to see it. It's another big three out there. It's not a big three, but it, it's, a, yeah. it's a good squad. Yeah, I'm excited to see them, you know, with Jamal Murray, you know, healthy out there. <laughs> they're, they're looking to do some, done some damage there in the West. Uh, John Wall and the Houston Rockets met and they're mutually agreeing to work together to find a new home for him uh they're they're not looking to buy him out because his deal is pretty steep but they're looking to to move him via a trade but they're willing to work with him to see where he wants to go right which that's awesome because i i saw that he won't be playing for the rockets next year but i didn't know that they were working with him to kind of find a destination there so yeah which is pretty cool. cool i mean i don't know i don't I hope – I mean, the Bulls definitely can't. I don't, we don't even have a roster spot. But, I mean, dude's got some basketball left in him. You know, yeah. he proved that this year. I doubt he'll end up on the Lakers or Nets yeah. super teams. I think they um, said something was like 80 mil or something was like yeah. on the field left. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, NBA Board of Governors will vote this month to approve the coach's challenge being the lone method to review out-of-bound calls with under two minutes left in games. 
Okay. So they're still trying to change things here, like uh, just for the better, you know? Yeah. Meaning out of bound plays will no longer be automatically triggered by officials. They'll have to be called. It'll be like, we'll okay, you want to waste your challenge on that, or can we keep keep the game going here? Yeah, yeah. They're like, we ain't, we're not stopping this game now. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's up to you. It's up to you, man. It's two minutes left. Come on. <laughs> uh, the NBA G League will have its first Latin American team in the 2021-22 season, Mexico, Mexico City Capitans. Nice. Uh, but the Capitans will play all their games in the United States due to COVID-19 restrictions on international travel. But so they don't get home games, but they're they're it's a stepping not stone. Not as of man. yet, but yeah, but the Mexico City Capitans. Awesome. I saw they added like four teams or something like that. Yeah, and this is I've I've seen this a couple places, but I haven't seen it reported by like Bleacher Reports. So I don't know how true it is, but I hope. I hope it is. Uh, NBA executive vice president Evan Wash, apparently, Wash, Wash, uh, said the NBA has explored the possibility of outdoor games being played. Please. Please. Um, so imagine, I like, the Nets too. versus Knicks at Rucker Park. Like, that would be it, amazing. Oh, my God. I, I think the think only reason that. they wouldn't is because they're not going to be able to sell, like, thousands of tickets unless they actually build a little arena to, to you know, put people in. But, I mean – why not? That would be amazing. Why Imagine not? them doing like a game at like Venice Beach on like the out, outside courts there or whatever. They just make them look nice, and there's like yeah. a beach in the background. While they just charge astronomical prices for the tickets and let them have the like little bit of stands that are there. You yeah, know, exactly. just a little bit that are already there. Like make it. You'll see legit. like Jack Nicholson chilling on right. Pay thirteen thousand dollars for that ticket. Fourteen. A night game outside with like actual lights down on the court would be amazing. I want to see it on the court, like on that, uh, that concrete too, like with the paint. Yeah. So I would, I would love to see that. I think it's a great idea. The last time they did anything like this was two thousand and ten. Um, so it'd be great to do something like that again. Apparently, they've done it four times in the history of the league. Four times. I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, it's exciting. I hope they do that, man. That would be really, really cool. I would love it's to see that. Enough. No matter who's, who's won the game. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the Timberwolves apparently, they don't want to trade Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns. Those are the deal breakers. And they really would rather not trade D'Angelo Russell in a trade for Bill, Ben Simmons. Okay. So they're still trying. So they're definitely not getting rid of Cat or Anthony Edwards. But D'Angelo Russell isn't out of the question. So I don't know. Seems I like nobody the, wants D'Angelo Russell for some reason, man. The Warriors saw, didn't want him. The the Timberwolves don't well, want him now. They don't want him. He's just the asset. People yeah. want. Him. Yeah, he's not like you want him. You yeah, know what I mean? So true, like that's why true. why he keeps moving. Yeah. Um, but I saw rumors about it being like a four team trades in the works for Ben Simmons and all this other stuff. So I believe it when I sees it. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, free agent guard Antoine Moore agreed to a one-year 2.6 deal with the Orlando Magic. Uh, Pacers Edmund Sumner suffered a torn Achilles tendon during a workout, and he's going to be out for the season. Uh, the Nets recently traded for Julio Okafor the other week, and now they just waived him because pretty much the, the whole point of that trade was getting money off their books. <laughs> at that right. point they didn't need him you know they were just like all right let's trade this this player <laughs> with this contract we'll take yours back and see you they um, still save money yeah exactly Nets doing it they kind of just playing like they remind me of howie roseman right now we're cooking the books working the contracts and stuff 
Uh, Toronto Raptors have received approval from the government of Canada to play in Toronto this season. Ooh. They don't have to play in the U.S. anymore. Perfect. Uh, and two more things here. Cleveland Cavaliers agreed to sign guard Denzel Valentine from the Bulls. He's joining Larry Markkinen, his former teammate from this past year, on the Cavaliers. He'll, he'll win like 19 games. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and let me see here. And the last bit I have here was just like involving Marcus All here, but we can kind of talk about that going into the, the bias bubbles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of that, we can just kind of roll into the bias bubbles. That's the last bit of news that I had here. Um, uh, Lakers. So yeah, I mean, the thing I had here was the Lakers agreed to trade Marcus All in a 2024 second round pick and cash to the Grizzlies for draft rights to Wang Zelen or Zelen. I hope that dude ends up being like a Luka Doncic. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> I saw this and like I, I know he's still playing over there, but it would be amazing to um to see what what he could turn into. Who knows? Yeah. At this he point, he saves ten million on the deal too. Apparently, right. he got ten million on the books. He's so, like the Nets, trying to cook the books, trying to get as many superstars as we possibly can, but as many former All Stars as we can, <laughs> win, <laughs> win LeBron another championship. But um, I did see the Lakers had a new jersey that leaked. Um, I did. Not, I saw that the purple one. Yeah, man, that thing looks sick. To be honest with you, like obviously it it's not cool. like the home I was one. Like, what is this? But it looks really cool. It reminds me of like the the sixties or seventies type of like jerseys. Apparently, that's the know? new jerseys. Like last year, we had the city ones. Like I just I'm going to be debuting my Zach Levine one here in the next episode probably. Um, but next this year, they're kind of going with the retro look. And I, apparently, the Bulls are bringing back the red ones that have with the, the cursive the cursive Chicago on them up the, side, up, the, up the side. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to get one of those. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I saw those jerseys. I'll have them down here. Uh, they look pretty cool. Yeah. And apparently, I only have two more things for the Lakers. Apparently, uh, Kenneth Farid is going to be working out with us this week oh, here. Okay. And we also have already worked out Darren Collison. Um, so he's been at this facility again this week. So... I don't know what that'll translate into, but he's he's still there. So yeah. working out, training, you know, we'll see what happens. Probably end up signing one of them. Nice. Um, but then as far as my Patriots, we all know. Patriots, Mac Jones. Lost. Mac Jones. Lost. Week one. Okay. By Lost one day point, two. too. By one point to the team I hate the most. It is what it is. Like, I, I feel like I should be more upset by this than I am, but I'm so focused on, like, the rest of the league that, like, yeah, this doesn't sting as bad. And I, I know it's Matt Jones. He's a young guy. We're just trying to, you know, get it together. We did spend a lot of money in the offseason, so we I expect more than 16 points every week, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, what's up with this? What's up with this? But uh, early early season. So, like I said, we can rebound against the Jets next week. Uh, Bill Belichick just tears rookie quarterbacks apart. And Zach Wilson's nice, but I think we'll, we'll tear him apart. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, we had four total fumbles. That was probably the biggest detriment. It was we only lost two, but still to put the ball on the ground four times. Nobody. Bill Belichick you, ripping people's heads off in the meeting room yeah. right now. You're not winning games like that, you know. Yeah. And then um, Nikhil Harry is on the IR. The saga continues. With saga this continues. He's on the IR now with a shoulder Looked injury. Good in training camp. He sustained this injury in preseason against the Eagles, unfortunately. Yeah. So he's out, shoulder injury. Um, they didn't really say how long, but he's on IR. I, I think it'll be where he could come back in like six weeks. Uh, yeah. But he's he's on IR for now, so that's where we're sitting with them. Damn. But that's all I had there. Okay. 
Uh, I have one quick Flyers thing here. Uh, Flyers announced today uh, that the full roster of players, coaches, and hockey operations staff are fully vaccinated and ready to go for nice. the season here so um, coming up in October. Uh, so that's all systems go for that. The Bulls, uh, no news really other than that pretty much the whole starting core of the Bulls have been working out at the United, like United Center and the, the gym here over the past week. So ahead of training camp, they're already trying to develop chemistry. They're, nice. they're actually practicing together. Like D. Rosen's there, Caruso, uh, Vucevic, Levine, they're all there balling out. Uh, Lonzo Ball's there. So, I mean, they're all just practicing, kind of get that chemistry and work in now before the training camp even starts, which is just pretty kind cool. kind of like learn each other's styles, see what's going on, just meet exactly. each other, honestly. Exactly, and that's really cool. Um, now to my Eagles. Uh, talk about my boy Devontae Smith. I had to get a jersey. Um, he, he balled, man. He had like 75 yards and a touchdown on his first mm-hmm. NFL game. Um, I'm very happy because I drafted him. So he's on my bench right now, but I know <laughs> I can put him in if I need to. Uh, yeah, what's really cool, I saw this today. Apparently, that same play and the same spot where he caught that touchdown was where he caught it in, like, the national championship. Like, the same nice. play type of shit where he went up there and caught it in that same exact spot. Right. Um, Jalen Hurts balled out. Apparently... After that, in one day, his jersey sales increased 500%, and he's now the second highest jersey sale in the league. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is now the second highest selling jersey NFL, 500% increase in sales in one day after the it was during, like after the game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts era started out really good. Starts now, like this Starts dude is now. And what's even more exciting, man, is is if he keeps up this play and he is that dude. We got three first-round picks to use next year. Exactly. We got if Carson plays. If Carson plays, well, even though even so, we'll have two at least. Um, we'll have like fifty mil plus to use in cap space to work with because Carson shit will be off the books. Plus all the like, you know, the cap will go up. So I mean, we're gonna have a lot of money to work with as well. So if all goes as planned, we don't have to look for a QB. It's building time, and we're gonna mm-hmm. be looking for some nice free agents. And they'll be attracted if they see a young core. Exactly. To build around, you know. Exactly. Um, as of today, apparently, because Fletcher Cox is the highest paid eagle on the team, they converted three, 13 million of his money into a uh, signing bonus, creating 11 million cap space. So it looks like the Eagles might be gearing up for something here. We might be making a trade, might be trying to sign somebody. Um, but yeah, that's they're clearing up money for something here. Even if it's for, like, next year or just for short up, like, in case you need to sign somebody midseason, you know, like, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the other things here is just kind of little stats. Uh, highest graded QBs in week one, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Jameis Winston. Damn. Okay. Jalen Hurts up there with the big boys. Up there with the big boys. Uh, Eagles are the only defense so far in week one. Did not allow a single play of 20-plus yards. I think they that kind of got broke yesterday. Uh, last night, probably, with one of those plays. I think maybe the the car one. Okay. But yeah, they, you, but they, the Eagles defense was balling out. Uh, they had three sacks in that game. Uh, Jalen Hurts, like we were talking about, 264 yards, 62 rushing yards, three touchdowns, 126 passer rating. Balled he out. might end up getting rookie of the year if he continues doing this and not Justin Fields, who's not playing. You know, I mean, so. he's not a rookie, though. Oh, that's right. That's right. I keep like yeah, that's why I, I keep okay. forgetting myself. 
I'm hoping Devontae Smith may go. Well, if they gave Ben Simmons rookie of the year, they could give him rookie of the year. Come on. Yeah, right. He sat out pretty much all year. Come on. Uh, Eagles had 32 points. Eagles didn't have a 30-plus point game a single time in 2020. We didn't score more than 30 points. Yeah, in the first game of the season, we, we get more than 30. That's positive, man. That's yeah, very apparently positive. the last one was in 2019 against the Giants. Of course. <laughs> uh, Vontae Smith is the first Eagle with a touchdown catch in his, touchdown catch in his first NFL game since tight end Tony Stewart <laughs> versus the Chiefs in 2001. Tony Stewart played yeah. for the Eagles? Apparently. <laughs> apparently he did. Before he was he racing. racing. <laughs> he played tight That's end. That's awesome. That's awesome. Not, uh, I, I know it's not Tony, but that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool for Devontae. Uh, my boy, uh, left tackle Jordan Malata, out here got the bag, signed a four-year, 64-mil extension with the Eagles, up to $80 million, uh, including $4 million guaranteed. Uh, I'm glad we got him locked down now before the end of the season. It would have cost us a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and he was out here bodying dudes in week it's one, bro. definitely going to be worth it. That player is going to fulfill that. That'd be, as long as he stays healthy, it was a great yeah. deal. And he was out here bodying dudes. There was the play on the Jalen Rager touchdown where he just completely leveled one of their like safeties that was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boom. boom. So I'm trying to teach Kai to do, man. Go out uh, there and hit these players. Jason Kelsey made his 106th uh, career start straight. Uh, Damn. On, he's yeah, a center, right? Yeah, center. Um, and, I mean, he's, he's looking to retire here probably next year. So, I mean, he's still – 106 straight games. He's still playing, man. At this at this part of his career, it's crazy. Uh, and the, the, I don't know if you saw it. There's a highlight of Miles Sanders running, and there's a part where Jason Kelsey was in front of him. Miles Sanders was pushing him, and Jason Kelsey was like like leveling dudes. Miles Sanders was like behind him, kind of just pushing him out of the way. Like keep going. It's hilarious. Um, and the last thing I have here uh, is just kind of Nick Sirianni talking a little bit. Uh, he said that he put up a division rival board with highlights of past games and fans going wild so that new players can understand how important the games are in the division. Good. Build that culture. Exactly. Um, and Sirianni also said, if the coaching staff loves a certain play and Jalen Hurts doesn't like it, we're not going to run that play. <laughs> so uh, as we've already seen out of this game, the coaching staff are making plays designed to all these players' strengths. Mm-hmm. And it showed – I feel like Nick Sirianni gets the game of football better than Doug Peterson did and his coaching staff at this point. Like, you're, we're seeing, like, more intricate plays, more, like, well-designed plays that you weren't seeing last year at all. It just seemed like they were just, like, spawn the ball, try to run it for half the game, get checked mm-hmm. out or something. But, like, I don't know. It's just something about it. Well, but, like you were saying, long season ahead. It's a whole we'll different how... offense, though, man. So It is completely different, completely different. Uh, and the last thing, just kind of end it here with some shade. Uh, Howie Roseman went on WIP. And uh, on Jalen Hurts, he said he can play and he can win. We're looking forward to seeing him lead the team this season. Um, on asked if he would make the Hurts pick again. He said, we love Carson. We love Carson. But we played four playoff games and we needed our backup in every one. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. You, you could have just left it. at We love Carson. I wish him the best. Right. You kept that to yourself or set it off camera or something like that. Right. But hey. this is the facts. We we, we made the playoffs and he he wasn't there. Like what we we're supposed to do. Oh, man. <laughs> like how Rosewood 
proven that like you can't be trusted and this dude's a little weasel i'll trust him but he's making moves and the moves are working out surprisingly yeah. uh this year so far keep it rolling um so with that we're just kind of rolling to the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast this week um only 72 players in nba history have attempted more free throws in their careers uh than 5317 that shaquille o'neal missed so Shaq's missed more free throws than only 72 have even attempted? Yeah. That's only 72 that's... players in the NBA history have attempted more free throws in their career. Right. Yeah, than 5,300 that Shaq missed. That's because of hack-a-shack and stuff like that. Like, when yeah. they're like, we're just going to foul you because we know you're not going to make them. You know, like, things like that. So I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> even holding the ball, right? <laughs> I mean that's that's crazy, but that doesn't surprise me. But that that is a crazy stat there. That is the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast. Uh, with that, that was a lot of a lot of news to mm-hmm. cover, and we're gonna have a lot of more to talk about next week. I'm sure covering week two that happened, and then of course our predictions for week three. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe as always. Check out all the other content on our channel. Make sure to follow at Squad Pod Sports on Twitter. Help us get to 1K by 2023. Please. Or 2022. 2022. My bad. <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm thinking we're already in 2022. Uh, yeah. By the end of the year, we're looking to get to 1,000 follows. So help us reach that goal. We're up to 800 as of right now. Um, but, yeah, until next week, we'll see everybody later. Peace.